step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Carrie Hilson, Adonis. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-chorus, and then mm-hmm. a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's and what it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there. I'm Bob Pittman, chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Pitbull. I think that education is the real revolution because as much as we speak about all the problems that there is in society and the world today, my mother's always told me, son, don't worry, the world's always been coming to an end. Don't let it scare you out of living. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey there, I'm Dr. Maya Shunker, and I'm a scientist who studies human behavior. Many of us have experienced a moment in our lives that changes everything, that instantly divides our life into a before and an after. On my podcast, A Slight Change of Plans, I talk to people about navigating these moments. Their stories are full of candor and hard-won wisdom. And you'll hear from scientists who teach us how we can be more resilient in the face of change. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yep, yep, get old boys is back and reloaded. All in your mind, yeah, now deep throated. This is for the streets, the real, the railroaded, the disenfranchised, the truth, the scapegoated. And they know it, we speak the truth, so they quote it. Cause we wrote it, the north, south, the east coast, it's the GB knocking, we keeping your head bobbing. It ain't no stopping, and once the beat drops in, by then the system is so corrupt, they throw the rock out their hands and then blame it on us. It's GB. Don't get it twisted, on code and we ain't dancing for no buttermilk biscuits. It's Willie D, y'all. Scarface is in the building. Collectively, we are the Ghetto Boys. Reloaded. Reloaded with another episode of information and instructions to help you navigate through this wild, crazy, beautiful world. In the studio, Ghetto, Ghetto, Ghetto Boys. Yeah, man. Another incredible week. It went by. It went down. Another incredible week. It went down. Went down, man. Went to the premiere of the Dion Taylor movie, Fear. Okay. In Hollywood. Knock it out the park. Knock that thing out the park. Let me tell you something about me. And these horror films. It's a horror film. Is it really? A horror film. No way. So you know, I, you know, I typically don't do 
anything fiction, fictional and all that stuff. And it takes years between. Uh, was you scared? I was not scared. I Get the fuck out of here, Willie. You wasn't you spooked at all. Let me explain something. You didn't to jump. You. Let me explain something to you. It takes years for, for between horror films for me to like really like a horror film. And this is the one. Like, no, I did not jump and all that kind of shit. I wasn't scared because <laughs> I wasn't scared because swarming in, in your in, in your chair and screaming and shit ain't gangster. So I would not do ever do some shit like some shit like that. But did you feel some type of way? But I did catch a few chills. No shit. Caught a few chills. Man. God damn. I'm simply like it was. It was serious, like because I'm like I already know it's gonna say cut. You know, I know this shit ain't real. You know, it right? Ain't real. I know, but but it's so, some, they put you in there. Though. <laughs> but it, it, yeah, it, it put me there, bro. Yeah, I, I, like, I you know damn. I, I I got um I really got captivated by my cousin's performance, Malika Franklin in Mandela the film. I mean the uh, the screenplay in New York. Uh-huh. So I went to go see her act right. Right, and it was just something about those actors that made me forget that that was my fucking cousin playing really Win, uh, Winnie Mandela. Oh, it was she, I was she like, killed it. Wow, she killed it. Oh man, but she been trained for that man. So she, that, gonna, she, yeah. she, she, she real good man. But I it, it it didn't dawn on me that 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 was my cousin until you know I was like, damn, that's my cousin. You know, she 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 invited me to the to the to the play anyway, yeah. but I just got lost in it. So I understand what you're saying, like you know, you know it's you know it's cut at the end, right? But it, it's like, damn, like I was in the play, yeah. So I understand what you're saying, man, about being in being in there, like damn. I, I felt that way when Jamie Fox played Ray. Yeah, I was like, like you know, you know, it's Jamie Foxx is playing Ray. It's, it's yeah. fucking, it's, yeah, he's playing Ray. It's a yeah. biopic. He's playing Ray for sure. But he killed inside me. five minutes. Yeah, man. Jamie Foxx was Ray Charles. Big I, time. That was Ray Charles. Big time. I, th- I think the next time I saw Jamie, I damn near called him Ray. No. <laughs> Ray, come here, man. <laughs> it was real, man. But beautiful, man. You know, shouts out to uh, Dion Taylor and, and, and Roxanne, uh, his wife, uh, yeah. a husband and wife a duo in Hollywood, black and wow. and two of the best in the game. I'd like to, I'd like to have really a conversation and with independent. them. I would love to have a conversation with them because you know I got some sick-ass twisted thoughts, right? Yeah. I need to talk to them. You do. Yeah. Willie, really, it's a... Um, so the Martin Luther King holiday passed. It just mm-hmm. passed. And um, it's probably going to really upset you, but but I, I'm, I'm kind of not cool with it. Why not? Because out of all of these fucks that have days, you know, year-round... We only got one day to celebrate our heroes. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, we only got one. Like one. One hero that we really know. Yeah, we only have one hero. Mm-hmm. You know, let the let the rest of the world tell it. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it's a lot of heroes that are going unrecognized, and we should have days for them. Right. You know, we, we should just start the shit, man. We don't need, you know, a, a, I don't think we have to wait on America to say, okay, this is a, it's a holiday. But it needs we to be just, federally accepted and, and recognized, that, though. That's good. But until then, we need to just do our own shit. Like, fuck them. 
Like we did on Martin Luther King Day, right? Yeah. We just need to start saying fuck them and just do our own shit until they catch up. You know, it's just like making this music. We didn't cross over. They crossed over to us. So we make our music. We go out and do our shit. And then if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. But we're going to keep it moving no matter what. And that's the way we need to do when it comes to celebrating our heroes. Why is... Oh, shit. So much going on, Willie. Why is American history every day? Something happens. But we have one month, the shortest month in the year. I'm not going to ask why, but I'm like, fuck, man. But you know, that's always that's, that type it, of stuff. I know, but, but we know why. Intentional, man. We fucking know why. Yeah. It's very much so intentional, man. And um, that, that the shit's just bothering me, man. It's just time to say something about it. It's time It's mm-hmm. time to be vocal about it. It's it, It's time to be... Uh, 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 we we need to put some action in place, man, because we are we we big. Our history didn't start at at slavery, right? Okay, and 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 uh, it's illegal. It's it's taken out of. They're getting ready to take um, uh, African American history out of the state of Florida. Shit, he already banned it. It's banned. It's gone. Ron DeSantis, you low-down, dirty scoundrel. Boy, your mama should be embarrassed and your daddy should have pulled out. And you are you on one the of the worst. Good God. <laughs> Who raised you? <laughs> what a low life. Boy, you are a sad excuse for a human being. What is the How excuse? do a woman look at you and get wet? Good God. Damn it, Willie. How, how... This dude banned... AP African American Studies. Advanced placement, AP. Banned it. Straight up. We don't want it. Not in Florida. Texas is next. Absolutely. Louisiana are, is next. Yeah. They are, Mississippi they, yeah. is next. Yeah. Yeah. You know. But that's that's how it go. You know, they yeah. You know, the trip part about it is that if you if you're so I I, I don't understand how you can be so ashamed of your history and so proud of it at the same time. Mm. I don't understand how that works. You know, either you love it or you hate it. Either you either, either you support it or you reject it. Terrible, what is it? Man. Terrible. You know, it's like, what is it? And how do you expect to be respected by the world, let alone your own citizens? It's wrong. Huh? It's all bad. How, how do you expect to be respected when you won't even tell the truth, when you omit the truth, when you know for a fact, when people already know what the truth is? Yeah. Now, you omitted it for a long time and people didn't know. Well, well now we know. Yeah. And okay? then you're omitted, period. Now, the mass is totally. And you decide, well, doesn't matter that you know. We still ain't going to teach you. We still ain't going to talk about it. How do you How do you expect to have respect? Uh. Brother, fr- friend of mine, your brother of mine used to always say, man, a man who doesn't know his past is destined to repeat it. Mm-hmm. So imagine, you know, three generations down the line and this history is not being taught no more. You see what I'm saying? Right. Like I'm seeing, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at how this country is playing the long game. You know, they playing, they, they looking, you know how we looking 30 years ahead? 
they looking 130 years ahead. You know what I mean? Like they want to make for sure that our history is wiped and we don't know nothing about slavery. So when they come back in here and grab our ass again and start selling us off to, you know, some some farmers or some shit that need free labor again, we won't know nothing about what happened the first time they did it. All sanctioned by the U.S. government, mind you. I already know it ain't no coming back from it. I already know it ain't no mercy. I already know it's no empathy. I already know it ain't going to stop. So, you know, and, and that's that's part of what kept it going for so long. You know, a lot of our people who came over here, they thought they were coming to greener pastures. Right. They thought they were coming to... To, 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 to be servants just like they were yeah. in, in, in Europe. Yeah, they thought they was and coming they, to have a better life. And and even when they were being treated wrong, they thought it would get better. And right. even the fir- the first, you know, week, they thought, okay, maybe this will last a couple more weeks like this, and or maybe this is the only no, guy, got worse maybe and worse. this is the only one that's doing it like this. Well, maybe the, the, maybe the rest of the country don't know that this is happening out here. Is it true that um, when the the servants went from went to Europe, or, or or when the Africans worked in Europe, that they were treated? They weren't beaten and, and, and hung and shit, but they were sold. But they worked in the house. They 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 had the 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 the, the same kind of garb on and shit, right? They were brutalized just like they were over here. No shit. Yeah, they just slowed it down fast over there. Okay. Okay. They were, they were brutalized okay. and they were beaten. Don't 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 ever think Okay. They right. they were they were some type of kind owners. Well, they weren't kind. Kind they were still servants. No, they I'm still talking. got it. They still got treated like shit, but they were ser- they no, no, were they I'm were considered t- I'm talking about the overseers, right? No, okay. Don't, don't ever think that they will. Well, I, yeah, I stand. I don't. Nice. Well, I stand corrected, but I still know what you. I, I still know that there was some brutal shit happening. Yeah, because that's the only way this could have took place. But looking, looking, looking. Yeah, man. Looking back at 1883, um, in Pace versus Alabama, the Supreme Court upholds a law that criminalizes interracial sex and marriage. Okay? That was what year? That was 1883. In 1956, on this day, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s house in Montgomery, Alabama, is bombed while him, while he speaks at a mass meeting, uh, King, King later addresses the angry crowd and pleads for nonviolence. Mm-hmm. I, I, maybe that's why they gave King the Nobel Peace Prize because he took the nonviolent approach. Hey, you know, I I, I saw I, I heard a a song. Oh damn, what was the song? But my point is that you know the people that was talking about Martin Luther King in this song, this guy that was rapping about Martin Luther King, uh-huh. he was rapping like you know it was more it, it was. You know, it came off like you know, the verse came off. The verse came off like it was some militant type stuff, or it was like some some conscious. Put it like that, conscious, right? A conscious rap song where he's talking about all of the things that happened throughout history. You know, the the, the injustices and um, uh, the you know misjustice, the misjustices and uh, the um, all of the, the the successes that black people have had, well, many of the successes that we've had and all this type of stuff. So we've had that kind of vibe to it, right? That 
you know. But then they get to the hook and then they stress, but he did it with nonviolence and nonviolence. And so it was like, I'm listening to it. And I'm like, who co-signed this shit? Like who, who allowed this song to go out? Who said this was cool to put out? Because ain't no way I would have put a song out like that with the hook stressing nonviolence because that is not, nonviolence has never been the way to freedom. Nobody in the history of civilization has ever won their freedom without violence. Nobody just gives you freedom. Nobody. America didn't get its freedom through without violence. You dig what I'm saying? Like, you know, the, the, the British didn't get their freedom without violence. You know, Mexico didn't get its freedom without violence. No, 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 no so country. So we're not going to get our freedom no. without no violence We're either. not. We're not. But we got a lot of people that thinks that, you know, like when you start, it's like everybody can talk about fighting for what their their independence, their liberation. And people say, yeah, that's noble, man. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to fight for mine too. Yeah, yeah. Everybody understands that. Everybody understands that uh, when everybody else says it. But if a black person said yeah. Ooh, oh man, wait, wait, we got to watch him, watch him, he's watch him. You got to watch him. He's he's, 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 he's angry. Yeah, he's an angry gotta black watch man. Him. Gotta yeah. watch him. You got to watch him. You got to put him down. Gotta, you know? And so, and they got so many, uh, so many people out there that's ready to tell you for them, hey, calm down, man. Just, you know, just calm down, you know, just calm down. I can't come. We're going to get there. It just takes time. How much more time we need? I mean, shit. Shit, it didn't take uh, DeSantis no time to, to ban that. That shit was done that, with what, a stroke just, of a pen. Just days in his, in his second turn. Stroke, he just stroke went up there. of a fucking pen, bro. Yeah. And that, but that's how they've always been able to get by. Just write it in the law. They just write it in the law. Like, whatever you want to do. It Like, see, morality don't count. It don't mean nothing. Okay. Morality don't mean nothing. Everybody knows that America doesn't have a moral compass. And if it does, it's broken. It's been broken a long time. Man, it's crazy. So, so, so these, this guy, uh, Ron DeSantis, he does what America has always done when they want to circumvent being civilized. They just write something in the law. And once you write it in the law, then, and if you don't adhere to that, then it gives them a right to take you down. <laughs> so that's how they do it. And that's how they've always done it. That's and this is man. why, and this is why they fight so hard to do redistrict, redistricting mm-hmm. and, you know, to, to redraw those lines that's cold blood, and move man. those vo- votes around blood. to this side. You know, even though the houses and the people that live in these houses are in the same place and they, they have access to the same uh, inferior resources and stuff in their communities. They draw the lines so that they can get more of those people. Mm-hmm. And start moving their ass out the way. So they can get more of those people. They draw the lines actually to, to cut, carve more of those people out of the voting, that voting block. Sweet. So they can have more action for their constituents, you know, for their, for their, mm-hmm. their area. That they can that I they control. Man. Hey man, so, listen to listen to me, man. If you make the rules, you control the game. 
Right. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't. I don't want us to ever feel like we have control of the game because we don't make the rules. You know, we do not make the rules, so we can't control the game, bro. I was listening to. Um, I was listening to uh, somebody on this news station that we don't really fuck with talking about gun control and how how um, they are scared to lose their rights to have guns. Why is that? It ain't enough UFC fighters or something? I don't know. Well, I'm going to tell you like this, bro. They they have their reasons and I have my reasons for not wanting to give up the guns. I have my reasons too. You know what? Let me let me tell you my yeah. reason first. Ask me why I won't I'll give Come on. Yeah, why won't you give up your guns? Because they won't give up theirs. Okay, simple. Yeah. Yeah. Give up yours first. And I'll consider giving up mine. I'm still ain't gonna give up mine because they ain't gonna never give up theirs. They gonna stay alive and say they giving them up, but okay. they ain't they ain't never gonna give up them guns. Well, notice I said I'll they I'll consider giving up mine. Some people they need them guns because their asses can't fight. They, without them guns, I don't need I don't need a gun. Without them guns, oh man, um, uh, they just be getting pimp slapped all day. So they got to have guns. They gotta have a gun, like. If you look at most of the mass shooters <laughs> that you've seen, corny ass square dudes that you know. Man, what about the guy in Idaho or Iowa? Where the fuck that strange looking guy is to kill the students? Where, where was that at? Which, which students? At? You it, know, we had was, like a few hundred mass murders. No, students. it was some students, man. The guy snuck in their, in their house. I think he was in Idaho or Iowa. He was a creepy looking fucker. I'll, I'll look it up and give you some more detail and information about it. It's like Dahmer. Mm. <laughs> Ghetto Boys Reloaded Podcast. We'll be right back after the break. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. 
I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation... I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you familiar with that, the guy who was convicted and incarcerated for for raping this white woman who dreamed he raped her. <gasps> you not familiar with that? She dreamed he raped her. <clears throat> what was this? And they put this man in jail. What was this? This happened. How many years uh, ago? Uh, this, this, this was back in eighty seven. God, this damn. happened in eighty seven, but he did twenty eight years. Uh huh. And they get ready to. 
He did 28 years. Mm. He went to trial again. I heard about this. He went to trial again. Mm -hmm. The second time, he was acquitted. Exonerated. He was acquitted. And uh, he sued. They gave him like $1.9 million or something, some shitty number. But you know how they go after they take down what they want. They take back what they want. But the trip part about it was that the dude wasn't even there. Okay, so this this is how it went. This happened in Denver, Colorado. The woman who they call T.S., right? They just call her by initial. They won't even tell us who she is. But they got his face everywhere. So she goes to a party. This is what she says. She goes to a party. She comes back home. Three guys forced their way into our house and raped her. I mean, uh, back up. A guy forces his way into her house and raped her. She gives the police and her sister the names of three black guys who were at the party she was with. One of the guys being this guy named Clarence. uh, What was his name? Uh... Moses L. Clarence Moses L. Okay. Now, <laughs> they they go to looking for this guy. They they initially they don't look for him. They're looking for these other guys. But then she gets to the hospital and she has a dream. And she tells, Oh, it's this guy. So they go arrest him, run through the system, railroad him. The whole time he maintains his innocence for all these decades, he maintains his innocence. Finally, one of the guys who she initially named as a suspect or potential suspect admits to raping her. He was doing time for several other rape rape charges, sexual assault charges. He admits and they finally let him go. That's This is when he's acquitted. You know, he got a new trial and he was acquitted. But even after all of that, this woman still said, well, he's still the one who did it. She's still claiming he did it. Even after DNA, and I, that's something I didn't mention, his, the prisoners, his, the other inmates, they raised $1,000 for him to get a DNA test. Mm. get the DNA testing done. Mm. And when the DNA, they they got the money for the DNA testing, they had the kit. Mm. The, the original detective on the case, a guy named, by the name I think is Huff, James, James Huff. Mm-hmm. They wrote on the box, big and big bold letters, bold letters, do not destroy Somehow, some way, he orders the evidence to be destroyed because nobody told him how important it was. So the man languished in in jail for another eight years before the DNA uh, exonerated him. Well, not the DNA exonerated him, but the other guy. The confession the, the exonerated confession him. Ex- exonerated him. Um, but listen, man, the dude was convicted because this chick said she dreamed he raped her. 
And what's her penalty for this? Her penalty? Yeah, what is her penalty for, for doing she this shit? She can't show her face. That's it. That's all? That's it. She ain't finna do 28 years for this, for, for the wrongful nothing. conviction? She don't I do think nothing. the judge, man, that's some fucked up shit, man. The is judge? That- but listen, it was a conspiracy. They knew. They had the evidence. They knew. But they wanted him to do the time. So nobody the judges, pays it. Man? You, the judge, the prosecutors, the, you know, they suppressed the evidence. They they uh this a fucked up system. They man. destroyed evidence game, and nobody went to jail. Nobody. And you know what? I think that when them judges get busted doing unlawful um uh sentencing and convicting, I think the judges, the attor- uh district attorneys, and all them motherfuckers need to do that time. They should be held to a higher standard than us. To, and to do that time. Because if 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 one of us committed an act that egregious they'd have they'd have a law that would put us in jail they should have a that that act that they're committing is egregious also you took that man life away from him how old was he 18 17 16 years old or some shit I don't know, but took his life from him gave him 1.9 million dollars come on dog yeah they did him stop dirty. man um that 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 should be that should be in the lines of like like civil rights issues man like his civil rights are violated, Willie. They they violated that man's civil rights, man. They locked him up for nothing. They put him in slavery. But see that that only matters to us and a few others. You know, it don't really matter to the people who are hired to show us no mercy. We're going into these spaces, and whether we're guilty or innocent, we're looking for mercy. You know. You're still looking for mercy, and we're looking for mercy. We're looking for people to show us mercy who they was had, hired. They don't even give a fuck. Who about was it. hired to not show us mercy? Okay. They were hired to actually incarcerate us and make our lives hard. Sure. This is what this is what they do. So this is why they feel nothing. This is why a judge can dig into his pocket and count the change in his pocket, and if he count thirty eight cents, that's how many years you get. God damn. You get thirty eight years. Remember, what's that boy? Judge Poe used to do that. Ted Poe. Ted Poe, yeah. He used to make you walk. However many steps it took for you to get to his bench was the amount of years he was going to give you. Yeah, he was a low-down, dirty mother. Just sorry, low-down, riding uncivilized mutt. He ran up. Well, he didn't run up, but he was was, um, sentencing a guy that was kind of sharp, you know, that had a super sharp mind. And And he had played at however many steps. And it takes for you to get to me. That's how many years I'm gonna give you. <laughs> what dude rolled? He rolled. <laughs> Let him go. Is that right? Cut him loose. <laughs> <laughs> but we got an unfair. But, but look, but look, but look how dehumanizing that it is. It is, man. You know, you got the road of freedom. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You think, think about how dehumanizing being yeah. pulled over by your own people. And they beat the hell out of you for nothing. Mm. You know? What about the case in Memphis with um, Tyree Nichols, Willie? Riddle me that. Yeah, I'm. I, brush, bring me up to speed on that one. So the the um, some Memphis police officers jumped this kid, uh, beat him up real bad. That was the four black cops? That's, that's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. Beat him up real mm. bad, man. Uh, took him to the hospital a couple of days later. 
gum. Um, kudos to the uh, Memphis Police Department for firing the officers on site. They fired them. They even fired the um, the paramedics. Yeah. They even fired the paramedics. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, kudos for them doing that. But still, that, that shit shouldn't have happened. You know, and I'm always I'm always the first one to say, man, I don't think that people outside of the people that live in those neighborhoods should be re- responsible for patrolling them neighborhoods. You feel me? Because mm-hmm. they don't have our best interests and we don't speak the same language. You know what I mean? We don't we don't we don't share the same ideology on nothing. But check this out, Brad. Let's say let's say you're right about that. What happens when the people in our communities go outside of our communities and face those same laws, those same cops? They still get killed when they cross that line. Sure do. They're still going to get brutalized when they cross. They'll just sit them and wait for them to cross the line. And, 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 and riddle me this. Why is it that black cops, Asian cops, even Hispanic cops can work in white neighborhoods and they ain't out there beating the shit out of white folks and killing white folks. Why is that? And they talk more shit than we do when we get pulled Why off. is that? <laughs> Why is that? So it's not just a regional thing. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's not just a proximity thing. You it's know what I'm saying? It's a national it, thing. You know, no, no, no. It's a cultural thing. Come on. It's a cultural thing. And, hey, man, ain't no way around it. Uh... Yeah, there's always an exception to the rule, but the rule is white cops kill black people in black neighborhoods all day, every day. The white cops are doing the killing. Y'all need to get y'all ass out of our neighborhood, straight up. That's all that is to it. But not just that. It's not just the neighborhood. It's killing black folks, period. So the white cops need to be profiled, just like they profile, (laughs) just like they profile Middle Easterners. Yeah. On planes and stuff, yeah. they still do it. Don't give me, don't don't act like they don't. They still yeah. do it. They need to profile every single white dude who apply to be a law enforcement agent. They need <laughs> they need to profile them straight up. Some of the blacks too. I, I say I said it's always an exception. Yeah, always. I said it's, it's always an exception. Always, but we talking about murder, bro. We talking about murder. Even when you come with the blacks, they don't kill like these white dudes be killing. But they, they will. They, they will. I, but my point is, that's an exception. I'm talking about the rule. These goddamn white cops is killing everything. And they they trigger happy. And they, they're the ones who killing people for no reason at all. They're killing people, whether they're sitting at in, inside of their own home, watching television, eating ice cream. Playing the game. Wh- whether, whether they're playing a game with their nephew. Uh, and with their mama sitting on the uh, in the chair, whether they sitting in the park in a chair, whether they outside a eleven year old kid playing with a gun, a play, uh, a play, gun, play gun, whether they're selling loose loose uh, loose cigarettes, Bruh. you know, it, it's like every every single situation that a black person could ever find themselves in. You got a police who has killed them for being in that situation, a white cop. Who for has sure. killed them for, for sure. being in that situation. For sure. And, and I, these white cops need to be vetted. Vet, and they need, and here's the thing. Not just vetted. They need to be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law, just like they do black cops. 
The reason why those Boy, black, cold, the reason why those four black cops got fired that fast because mm. they black cops. And, 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 and we they, talking about Memphis, Tennessee. So Memphis ain't no ain't, ain't no less racist than none of these other damn uh, uh, cities around America. Mm. The reason why they got fired that fast is because they black. P- point blank. Period. They going to jail. If they was white, they going to jail. Who's going to jail? Them four black. Hell cops. yeah, they going to jail. Oh shit. Hell, they, they don't fire them that fast without somebody going to jail. Oh shit. Oh, they going to jail. God damn. Yeah, they going to jail. But see, they don't mind throwing them away. But those those other ones. They're like, no, nah, man, we hired y'all to do what y'all do. Five years. Slave we, patrol. We hired y'all to Slave do what y'all patrol, do. Willie. And they're probably, they probably mad at the black cops for killing them because they wanted to kill them. Damn. Don't forget what that badge means, man. And you can look it up. Hmm. Yeah. Let me get a uh, let me get a visual on that uh slave patrol badge. Yeah, don't don't get it twisted, man. That's what that badge means, Willie. That's a slave patrol badge. It looked just like the it looked just like a a, a sheriff sheriff's badge. It's got mm-hmm. the stars, but it said back then it said slave patrol. You know man, that? look, the main thing that needs to happen is police officers, point blank, period. All police officers need to be held accountable for their actions. Sure. They need to be held accountable for their actions. There's no way possible a couple of cops should be in a situation where some dude is in an apartment complex eating people and shit. <laughs> and some kid is some little, little juvenile kid is running for their life, butt naked on the oh, streets. Shit. And this guy can come back out, come find this guy and say, hey, he's okay. He's just drunk. Damn it, man. And walk back, walk him back, walk him back to the house so and... that he can finish him off. God and damn. There's no way these guys should be promoted. No. And this is after yeah. it becomes a huge story. I already know. With me. It becomes a huge story. This is them. This is them like just like wagging their authority in the face of, 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 of the public saying, you know what? It don't matter what we do. Yeah, we did it. It don't matter. Because it's us, and we can do whatever we want to do. And to, sh- to prove it to you, we're going we're gonna to give our guys a promotion. Huh. All, th- at that point, the whole damn police department should have been shut down. Mm. It should have been shut down. And look, fam, I know some of y'all is, is losing y'all mind when y'all hear defund the police. But that's because y'all don't even understand what, what defund, defund the police, police means. Mean. So go look it up. I know, I know you ain't got the patience. I know some of y'all don't do number read headlines and watch videos. But just can you just Google it before you make before you make another comment mm. about mm. defunding the police? Can you just Google it? Because I know y'all asses don't read. The ones who got a problem with it, I know you don't read. That's why you say what you say. Or or mm. you're part of the problem and you want to keep it going. So that's why you use the your stance as a defense mechanism. You got a problem with it because that's your defense that's mechanism. Your defense mechanism. Yeah. yeah. Ghetto Boys Reloaded Podcast. We'll be right back after the break. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. 
because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation... I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, 
playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, as you already know, and I know you're happy, we just ain't talked about it. On another note, Dallas lost. Oh, man. Lost. <laughs> Did Dallas even show up? I, I think they did. They come. They was there. They were there, but yeah, they came. But you know what happened, bro? The same thing that I said would happen. What happened? Will? They were gonna conk out. Stop. You know, I was I was in Sherman Oaks, California, watching the game, and I'm at a sports bar, and the majority of people at the sports bar were Cowboy fans. Really? It tripped me out because, you know, I know what Cowboy fans look like in Texas. I know what it looked like in Houston and Dallas and Austin, San Antonio. Hey, man, I'm a Cowboy fan now. Sherman Oak in California? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, the majority of... America's team. I'm thinking because I'm in California that it's going to be a bunch of 49er fans up in there, right? And I'm thinking I'm going to have some camaraderie. You know, 49ers. Hey, go 49ers. You know, yeah. They were mad at you, Willie. Who? In Sherman Oaks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I, was, I had some, I had some, uh, I, well, I had some 49er fans sitting next to me. And we were cool. And then I had some evil people that, that was rooting for the Cowboys behind me. You know, yeah. Man, you know I can't rock with the cowboy because I cannot rock with Jerry Jones. Okay, well, time I do out, not time rock out, with Jerry Jones, out, so I cannot out, rock with out, the cowboy. Hey, 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 Dallas. Hey, I love y'all, man. I love, I love, I love, I love the the people of Dallas. You know, I love the city, but I do not I cannot rock with the Cowboys. You can't rock with Jerry Jones until Jerry Jones kicked the bucket. After Jerry Jones kicked the bucket, you biggest cowboy fan. Fuck it, I ride with the cowboy. Oh. And that that got to go, and Ezekiel got to go. It, what the fuck is in Ezekiel, Willie? What's his name? Is it? It's not Ezekiel. What's his name? <laughs> That's cool. Leave it. Leave it there. What is it though? Ezekiel. Ezekiel. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking about the Bible, man. You know, you know. <laughs> yeah, Ezekiel saw the wheel. How the fuck you put him at sin? I'm, and I'm done. I'm done. I'm finished. I'm finished. I'm finished. I'm done. I'm done. I don't like those two. They don't have a spine. I don't like them. I don't yeah. like them because they don't have a spine. Look, man, if you're not gonna if you're not gonna support our causes, if you're not gonna support black advancement, our movement sure. to, to 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 get our fair share in this country, sure. If you're not going to support it, just shut the just fuck up. Just don't way. say nothing. Just get out of the way. You know, well, don't open your mouth and have that big platform and start yes a bossing and, and, and tap yeah. dancing and all that. And that's what they do. So I don't, I don't, I can't rock with those dudes. Yeah. On another note, I'm thinking about the Houston Texans. I know this is old news, but they fired Lovey. Lovey won. Horrible idea. Wait a minute. But wait, they fired Lovey. 
And Lovey put that deuce up on him at the end and won the game to knock them out of the first round draft choice, right? Again, sh- which shows me the incompetence of that team. In front office. Exactly. Like yeah. how yo your ass ain't won a game all year. Okay, you won two games. All damn year, you've been getting your ass whooped. Drove. Just whooped the shit out of. Whooped the shit out of. Now you at you're the last game, and all you got to do is be yourself. Be your regular old losing ass self. <laughs> and you win the damn game and trick yourself out the bag. Trick yourself out the first round draft pick. You dumb mother. Boy, you talking about dumb. Stupid. Willie. I can't rock with it, man. Man, so when did Astro season start, man? When did this Astro start? Astro season, they in spring training now. Listen, man, are you telling me that you fall lovey? Huh? You fall lovey? No. Yeah, he, you got to fall him because he, he, he went for two. No, nah, he did what they told him to do. Who? Them. Who the fuck is them? Come on, man. You know it's deeper than that. Look, look. Okay. it's too much money on the line, baby. It's too much on the line. I know, and they were supposed to It's lose. too much on the line, and everybody know what time it is. Going in the game. Going in. You already know what time it is. How do you turn it Who t- they talking to over there? Who, who, you know, perhaps, perhaps the Vegas money was bigger than the lottery pick. Probably was. Question. How do you turn around a team that's always had a losing record in one season? I mean, we, the, the, the Texans... And I hate that fucking name, mind you. Like Texans. Oh, it was the worst name. One like worst how, name ever. For, for real, yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah. it just makes you. Sound it started like, off bad. Started off bad. Yeah. It makes you sound like we. It makes it sound like we wear cowboy boots and fucking ten gallon hats, and that's yeah. not us in Houston at all. Right. Okay. For one. Now, how can how can uh, how can somebody from uh, uh, Seattle? You know, you born and raised in Seattle. But you down here, and they calling you a Texan. No, bro. Right. You a Seattlean. <laughs> okay? You can never be a Texan. Yeah. Man, bring us back the Oilers, bro. Yeah. Bring us back the Oilers. Can we have, like, man, people in Pittsburgh, diehard Steeler fans. Steeler. I'm a Steeler. I got people down here with they with Steeler tattooed on their arms, man. Mm-hmm. Shout out to my homeboy, Tony, with the Steeler tattoo on him. But I'm just saying, man, if you're a Green Bay Packer fan, you're a cheesehead, man. You can be a Packer. But did Bud Adams take that logo? And, Is and Bud Adams the, still the, alive? Did he take it to the grave with him? Maybe it, he took, maybe, it, take, maybe, maybe said that's part of the deal. I'm taking my signal with me, man. I, I'm taking it to the grave. Y'all not having it. Y'all but, cannot have the Oilers. Remember, he was pissed off. That's why he left in the first place. That's why he went to Tennessee. But he, he did. That's why man. he moved the. T- that's why he moved the team to Tennessee. Give me that damn name back. Would be a good idea. I, I, I definitely. Would I would like be it. the. I would be the man. We would be the biggest Oilers yeah. fans ever, man. He was I would definitely Oilers, like bro. it. Over, I would definitely prefer it over over Texans, Texans right? Yeah. And and I, I I was watching Isaiah. Shout out to Isaiah Carey. Isaiah. Uh, and for those who don't know who Isaiah, he didn't want to say. And in this day, and in, in, in this small little, the fuck is the fuck is that? <laughs> you got bugs and shit flying around in this oh, motherfucker. Get me out this country every time. 
That's our homeboy. You know, you sound just like Isaiah when you <laughs> said that. What the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> so they 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 get ready to change uniforms, right? Yeah. Um, they're getting ready to change uniforms. They're getting ready to change coaches, and 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 hopefully they're getting ready to change quarterbacks, and hopefully they're getting ready to change um the GM. Mm. It's time to go. It's time yeah. to go. You let the number one wide receiver, like, like, D-Hop? I don't give a fuck what happens, Willie. Like, everybody, hey, uh, 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 you, 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 uh, Jalen, you gotta stay. Petrie, you gotta stay. Uh, 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 you, you, and you, and you, and the rest of y'all can go. Hop, you ain't going no motherfucking way. Come on back over here with me. Man, look what they did to Andre Career, though, man. Look how I they, know, they, man. They, they just Andre. hold Andre. And mm-hmm. then they sent him to Indianapolis. After all that loyalty, man. That's why I say, that's why I say, man, let these players get their money, man. Y'all get y'all money, man. Get no, your money. I'm worried about these damn look teams. At, look at Elijah one, bro. Yeah. At least he got two out of it. And, yeah. and but his name, his name needs to be raised up higher in the greatest basketball players of all time. Yeah, man. Argument. And why are they holding their nuts on Hakeem Olajuwon? Hakeem Olajuwon, bro. Ever. Ain't no center. Ain't no center. Had None. The, we had the skill set of King. None. Man. Drilling. No, no, all of that. Jumper. <laughs> Slamming. Man, Hakeem of. I. This fuck, a, these, boy, people, these people had a fake so cold. These people are looking at analytics. They're looking at analytics. They're not looking at skill set. They're looking at analytics. Okay? If we look at skill set, then Hakeem is the greatest center that ever played the game. Man, Hakeem. And, and he got the numbers, too. He put up numbers, too. He got a, he got numbers, man. I I I, I love uh, the Admiral. Um, I love Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Patrick Ewing. I love Shaquille O'Neal, but I don't see them in the same. I don't see them in the same light as I do Hakeem. Man, Hakeem was that dude. It's just, it's just bottom line is that he was just that dude. And and one of the reasons why Hakeem don't get a lot of praise is because he don't do a lot of media. He's not out there. He not, you know, like he don't. He's not out there. You know, he don't do interviews. So. You know, out of sight, kind of like out of, out of mind. mind. But guess who all the great basketball players get their footwork from? Yeah, they go see. They go see Big Dream. Yeah, they go see Dream. Kobe went to go see Dream. Yeah, Yao Ming went to go see Dream. Dream Shake was so nasty. If I was like on a basketball court in the hood and he did that to me, I swing on his ass. You better not swing on that big old African ass. I swing. I knock your ass out, Willie. That man arm is from here. That man arm is from here. You where you at right now? Die right there on that court. That motherfucker hit you so hard, Willie. He would die. He better kill me because he would die on that court. He go. I don't give a damn. Hit you hard in the motherfucker. I'm the one who wrote size ain't shit. And I meant that. Hey. I don't give a damn about no size, brother. That man, that man fits that big. You don't, don't want to fuck with I don't Dream. give a damn about it if his fist was big as his table. I don't give a damn. <laughs> Anybody can get it. Hey, man. If you breathe, you bleed. Hey, man. Shout out to, to, to Big Dream, man, and all of the other uh And why you got to be talking like that about Hakeem anyway? Man, you know I, that's my man, dude, you know I man. Love, I love, I love, yeah, I, I love, love flaring Hakeem, you man. up, dog. Yeah, man, stop got me goddamn imagining fighting Hakeem Lodge one. Man, man we, got, we, got, we got some fire uh, 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 teams, you know, potential, team potential. We need to tra- change the Texans back to the Oilers. 
Mm-hmm. We need to get us. A, we we need to work on these rockets. And you know what? I think what does the rockets need, man? They need Jim Crane. I think the I think the Texans and the Rockets need Jim the bottom shits mm. because uh, man, the man know how to put people in place to win championships. Willie, think about yeah, it. But you know what? Uh, also, though, he put people in places who want to not just win for themselves, but want to win it for him because he a good dude. Fucking fantastic dude. He's a good dude. He deserves to win. Yeah. No he's shit. a good dude. And and he's he's the type of dude. I seen him many times. You seen you be around him way more than me. But, you know, I seen him many times, you know, just walk out into the into the crowd. People don't even know who <laughs> no, he is. He just walking and just walking. I'm like, look, look at Jim. Wait, wait. I'm like, where you going, Jim? He's like, hey, gotta go. And he just there to be walking. Yeah, he just be out there walking. Just cool as hell. If somebody notices me, but you ain't gonna catch him because he's walking so fast. He moving. Now he'll stop and say hello, man. Ask you how you are. I'm talking about when he on the move. Oh no! When he's on the move, when he's on the move, he's on the move. But yeah, he he do he he'll stop and just you know talk to people and very good dude. Just yeah, yeah. Like he got he got that very like that that grounded like that that um you know that. The regular guy type. Yeah, yeah. So you put know, put the persona. put those teams in, in the hands of people like that, man. I can guarantee championships, Willie. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, we're gonna be firing another head coach next year. Oh, D'Amico Ryan. He took the interview. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Um. Um. Uh, Sean Payton. I didn't know D'Amico Ryan was in the coaching. Shit, he coached the fucking 49ers. He the one that got on Dallas ass. See, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, he the defensive coordinator see, for the 49ers. I didn't know that. See, because I don't watch football like that. I, you know, I ain't gonna lie. I'm fair weather. You know, I ain't. I the first game, the first full game of football I watched since the beginning of the protests. What protests? The oh goddamn, Willie. Yeah, the first full game I watched was Dallas. That game they just played. Dallas and 49 and that is because I wanted to see the 49ers spank that butt. I wanted to see that, man. Where you going, bro? Come on. No, no, we got we got more, we got we got we got a little bit more time. No, man, I'm not going to keep letting you do me like this, man. Yeah, we got a little more time. Hey, hey, say. I'll give you a few more minutes, man. But that, Willie, you don't watch football at all? And you talking shit about the Texans? I can look at the damn highlights and see motherfuckers getting drove. I can see that score. Uh, uh, 50 to nothing. So you just a boxing fan. You don't even fuck with football and basketball and baseball at all, right? Baseball, you know I fuck with baseball. But basketball, football, during the playoffs. Hockey. Playoffs. Soccer? No, 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 no. Soccer? No. Boxing? Yeah, of course. Boxing. All day, every day. Okay. Javante and uh, what's his name? Garcia? Mm-hmm. What's his name? You know what it is? Javante? All day, every day. Tank gonna bust his ass up? Roll right over. Shit. Boy, did you... I, I told you this right when Tank was a little boy. When a motherfucker, when a little kid stole off on Tank and he hit his ass so hard, he turned around and went back to his. <laughs> I want to pull this up so people can see this shit, Willie. It's the funniest shit ever. It's a video out there? Of him it's... when he was seven years old, bro. Yeah. Tank was like seven years old, man. That little dude hit Tank. Ooh, 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 ooh. And Tank <laughs> popped his ass. Ah! 
Dude turned around and walked off like shit. Tank hit the dude and the dude turned around and walked off. <laughs> he, hey, Willie. It's like he said, fuck that. <laughs> Tank was like seven years old, man. I want y'all to look that shit up. Man, but what about that viral video that's out right now where the guy swaying on the guy, these two guys are getting the ring and the one guy throw a dummy jab out there. Oh, and he stepped back on the head. other guy did like this here. And hit No, no, no. He did like this here. The one guy threw a punch, threw a jab, and the other guy was like, almost like he got hit with the jab, but he didn't. It was like, he threw the jab and the dude did like, he didn't even come close to the dude's face. The dude did like this. <laughs> I didn't see that. <laughs> he, threw a punch. he threw a punch like this. Looking away. <laughs> this shit ain't for everybody. I, I posted it on my Instagram. <laughs> I'm gonna look at it. Hey, this shit ain't for everybody. Say, man, this dude is crazy, man. How you? But look, man, they need to fire these people that's putting these dudes in the ring like that. Like these dudes gonna get killed. Man, that like, ain't a place to. How play. do you put somebody in the ring like that, man? I'm talking about for a pro fight. I can understand if dude ain't never fought before. But even if he ain't never fought before, you do not put somebody in the ring, even in an organized amateur fight. You don't do that. No, you don't. You know that these this this guy, this guy walked out there like, like somebody prized, surprised him at his house, like somebody came from around the corner and surprised him, <laughs> and he like, and he wasn't really a fighter, so he wasn't even supposed to be there. Madness. Oh, what the hell is this? So now I'm seeing it, and you know it's not for everybody. Mm. It's not like that. That guy that you just you just posted on your page, mm. he's gonna get killed. I think that's his last fight. I hope so, cause he lost, and, I, and he lost without getting hit. <laughs> I don't even think. I don't even think. I'm, <laughs> oh man, this this dude didn't even get hit, man, and he just <laughs> he just. <laughs> He just knew that shit was gonna hurt. That's crazy, man. Yeah, they well, just, they, well, we need to be a little bit more mindful of who we throw in the ring. Like boxing, like rapping ain't for everybody. Football ain't for everybody. Uh, it's just not for everybody, man. Boxing is definitely not for everybody. Man, so, can, but but can you imagine? Like, at least when it comes to like uh, like football, if you you got to be a bad motherfucker to get on that field. <laughs> I don't be. care. Uh, you know, like, uh, we, we can we can joke about Dallas and we can joke about teams getting drove or whatever. We can True. joke about the Texans. But True. to get to a professional level of football... You got to be the real deal. You got to be a bad motherfucker, bro. You got to be... you ain't. It's so competitive. It's so many thousands of people vying for that one position. Yeah. Everybody, like, all of these... Think about all of the kids coming up from... I mean, from elementary to middle school, high school, college, and they're all trying to get up here to the NFL. To yeah. And all of them. So you got thousands of cornerbacks, quarterbacks, linemen. Boy. Cornerbacks. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. safeties, like thousands. You trying got to, to get be, to that level. But you got to be a bad boy to, <clears throat> to get to that level. You got to be a bad boy to get to that level. Yeah. So, you know. Uh, shout out to the dudes who put the work in, to man. Make it, yeah, yeah. yeah shout but like out. I was saying, D'Amico Ryan's is was had been interviewed for the Texans 
uh, head coaching position. Um, Sean Payton. Um, who else we missing? There's a few more that has been uh, interviewed for 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 the coaching position, but I think that until they change that uh, general manager, Willie, we're gonna keep getting you know new head coaches. What's the general manager name? Oh golly, man! I, you would ask me some shit like that. Um, oh man, let me thank you. Um. Is it Nick, the Nick Casario. Okay. Yeah. Nick Casario. Yeah, see, a black coach, if a black coach come in, he, ain't he, got, got, he got to win a championship the first year. <laughs> yeah, but you don't have... You, they you don't, don't he, give black coaches a chance, bro. Like, I, I've seen white coaches come in, and he can be a losing-ass coach for, for six seasons. You know, six, seven seasons. He can lose, 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 just like the coach that we had. The first couple coaches that came in, yeah, Kubiak lost for years. Kubiak, yeah, they they, they lost for years. I mean, just get and, slaughtered. And the dude that went to uh, who fucked and up Alabama? They had Alabama. job security. Yeah, but they, he messed up Alabama too. The the other coach that yeah, was here, what was his name? I, I losers escape me. Yeah, I, I losers. Can't I don't blame you. I can't. I can't remember. But it's it's, it's just some things that have to take place, and and for this uh, for this team to win a championship, and that's starting with the quarterback. That's the first. Well, you see how Barrow's showing? Well, you don't know about football, so I leave it alone. But yeah. Well, I do know that this is the 57th year of football. You just know that because Rihanna's playing the Super Bowl and, uh, and, and Babyface is singing the national anthem. Don't do that, Willie. Don't do that, bro. What does it matter why I know? My <laughs> what does it matter why I know or how I know? Okay. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but this is a 57-year football. Uh-huh. And no NFL team in Houston has ever won a Super Bowl. Ben. Has never been to a Super Bowl. Have we ever right. been? Ben? Has never been to a Super Bowl. Well, at least I can say I took my little league football team to a Super Bowl a few we, times. We had the we had the Houston Gamblers. They, they never went on Super Bowl. They, they won a couple, not Super Bowls, but you know that a couple of playoff games. No, no, no. They won Regular a couple season. of championships. Bullshit. They did. Hey, you know that's where your homeboy played at. Who? Herschel. Oh, Herschel. Yeah, Herschel. Herschel. Herschel runner. Herschel. Herschel crawler. Crawler, huh? That's him. Herschel Crawler. Yeah, Crawler. Yeah, but um, oh yeah, the the, the the Gunners. We had the Houston Gunners. That's that's where that boy was at. That's where he started off at, right? I'm sure that. Yeah, uh, he ended up there. One or two. Yeah, let me think. Yeah. Well, it doesn't matter because he probably don't even remember. <laughs> you know, he got that boy got that CTE. That boy got, but he punched drunk. Didn't he used to box too? Yeah, I think he boxed one or two Maybe. times. Maybe. Did Herschel Walker Was that box? him or was that? I don't think that... so. No, nah, it wasn't him. That was Kenny Norton Jr. That was Kenny Norton. No, that was his daddy that was a boxer. That was Highsmith. Highsmith boxed. And Two Tall Jones boxed. Man, Two Tall Jones, my partner. Yeah. And it looked like you're about 53 years old, under 60. Hey, how young is too young to get a tattoo? What's a good age limit? I I did mine when I was eight. 
Yeah, but you was a wild, uncontrollable child. And my homeboy like, did yeah. my shit with a needle and some Indian ink. <laughs> in his garage. On the front porch. A needle in what? Some Indian ink. Indian ink. Okay, so but how, but okay, now that you're a grown man and you you you've lived a little and you have kids of your own, you you know, you've been around the world, you've seen some things. How how young is too young? Now, the reason why I'm asking, the reason why I'm asking is because this lady in New York, I was reading her story. It's a story from a few years back. She lived in Highland, New York, and she got arrested for permitting her 10-year-old son to get, a, to get a tattoo on his forearm, on the inside of his forearm. That's some now, now, she said that she thought <laughs> the tattoo was temporary. <laughs> You know, after they arrested her. But guess what? They didn't just arrest her. They also arrested the tattoo artist. That's some bullshit. What was the, what was the, what was the uh, charge? Some type of endangerment to a child. That's some but, bullshit. But here's the thing. Like, in New York is one, one of the cities that don't, uh, that requires a, a child to be at least 18 years old okay. to get to have a tattoo. There are other states around the country that will allow kids to get a tattoo and there's no age limit. Uh, but as long as they have parental consent, they can, they can get a tattoo. Well, here's, here's my thing. Um, the first At thing, any age. The first thing that I would tell my kids that want to get tattoos is they don't go away. What if your child is five years old and they want to get it? Do they even That's comprehend that they don't go away? That's discussion. So you wouldn't allow your five year old no. to get a tattoo? No, you ain't got no fucking how, how you what the fuck you gonna get a tattoo for? Okay, okay, let's 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 keep going up by five. Let's ten go years. ten. Okay, no. ten years. Two two no. years. Okay, there it is. Fifteen years old? No. Fifteen is high school. I don't give a fuck. You live in my house. Okay. So as long okay, so so too young is living in your house. Yeah, you, you, you can like, be 26, so can be 27, 20. 28, 29, 30 fucking years old. You live in my house. You're not going to bring no tattoo in my house. Because I, I I know I know what tattoos are. I know they don't wipe off. And then you got shit on your arms that's going to last you a fucking lifetime. And when you get my age, you're looking at these fucking tattoos like, God damn, what the fuck was I thinking? Hmm. I got a tattoo of a motherfucker blowing his brains out on my arm. What kind of shit is that? But I was young. Mm. You know, well, being young is no excuse for ignorance. Yes, it is. That's the excuse. That's the only excuse. It's a reason. It's not an excuse. You know why? Because if you go out there and shoot somebody, you're still going to jail. Might be a reason you I did. Mean, it, it's still, but it ain't gonna still, be an excuse. It's still, it's still an excuse. But it, it don't. It don't. It don't, it don't clear it up. It. it don't clear it up. <laughs> ignorance is no excuse for the law. True and well and true enough. But okay. Okay, okay, listen. There's youngsters out there who don't know ghetto boys' music. When we were young, now check this out, and people said, well, you know, they like, people like to say, well, wait, she's young, she don't know, or he's young, but, but I'm letting them, I'm, I'm, I'm turning them on to it, right? But when we were younger, we knew. We goddamn sure all did. Of these, we, we knew stuff. Stevie, and we knew them when we Marvin, heard them. 
the stylistics. We knew. We knew that shit. The Gap Band, Commodore. We know them. Bootsy. You know, we, we, George we, we Clinton, knew George Clinton. George Clinton. Marlon you know, Gay, name it. Start we, and smoke it. We knew we Sting. We know them all. We knew Sting. We, man, we, we knew the We knew the police. We, we knew. knew yeah, for sure. We Kiss. Knew. We knew. Uh, Tom Petty. Hell, Iron we, Maiden. We knew. Black Sabbath. We knew. We grew up. Motley Crue. We listened to it. Yeah, we did. Because our parents listened to it, and they they opened it, they opened us up to it. You know, m- my mom listened to R and B and soul, Rest and my peace. dad listened to pop, s- soft rock. Okay, not pop, but soft rock. Okay, that was my daddy's station. Okay, so that's why you know I know so many artists in those genres, and I'm so familiar with that music. I le- I, I got I got to rock and roll on my own and. When I was seventeen, okay, I started listening to rock, and I'm. I'm, I'm but you grew up on, yeah. Rock. I, I probably but I, I didn't pick yeah. up rock until I was seventeen, later yeah. on in life, and that was kind of late for me. You know, that's yeah. late, but I picked it up. But it, again, though, youth is no excuse. That's why I say youth is no excuse for ignorance, because you know you can learn a lot of things. I can get it. It's a reason, right? I can't it say can that a you're reason. ignorant because you don't know music. It's a, I th- you know what it is? I think people get offended by the word ignorant. Or ignorance. Yeah, is ignorance. ignorant and it's ignorance ignorant, right. the same uh, yeah. definition? Yeah. <laughs> I'm asking. Yeah. <laughs> it's ignorant and ignorance. Well, it's, a, it's a variation, of course, because it's two okay. different words, but, okay. uh, but, but they're in the same family, you know. Okay. Um, but... Um, I think people get offended by the word, how you use the word. But, you know, I think we're, we're, we're saying it's pretty much the same thing. Okay. Okay. I'm just talking shit. You talking shit. I, I you love know, it. Like, you know. I wouldn't have it no other way. <laughs> I, 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 I but love I, to I, agree I, and disagree I, with you all at the same fucking time. What do you mean? But I do believe that that the parents, if you listen to a, a lot of a lot of kids today, when they say, well, I'm young or whatever, that's because their parents did their parents listen to their music. The, the parents listen the to parents the same shit. The parents are listening to listen. the music the kids are listening to. Yeah. And today, they, they they listen to the same music. So, and a lot of times, the kid hop in the car and the kid control the radio station. Anytime you I go to the East Coast, you could not control the radio station not in the car. when in the car. You could not troll the, control the station they and have the radio the in the, the car. They have taken when you the jump in the car with your mama or your daddy, yeah. you know you couldn't do that. Yeah. But now the kids jump in the car and they control the car. They control, you know, what's being played on radio. The parents are listening to the kids' playlist, whereas we listen to our parents' playlist. Yeah. So that's the big difference. Yeah. Wow, man. It's crazy. It's a crazy world. Wow, crazy it, world. Wouldn't, 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 wouldn't trade it for nothing. Um, the kids listen to, the parents listen to what the kids listen to and, and you know what? For the first time in my life, man, and, and I want to go back. You remember? Do you remember when we first started going to New York and we was doing a new music seminar and shit, and people was yep. booing us and shit? Yep. Right? Remember that? I'll, I'll never forget it. And then we go back to Madison Square Garden, and then we get a standing ovation, right? Yeah, and but at ju- the Apollo, and at the Apollo. Yeah. But just imagine how hard it was to break into the East with our music, right? Mm-hmm. And then. It, 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 it went from uh, it went from the way it was to rapping like the subject matter that we rapped about, right? And then it changed again. 
So now you hear people, you hear rappers on the East Coast sounding like they from the South. I ain't never mm-hmm. just walked up on somebody until now and just heard that. <laughs> like, man, you in New York, bro. What happened to the New York accent? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, man, put your tongue in your mouth and talk. <laughs> you know what these? It's, I was about to say it's kind of funny, but it's really not. It was, it, it, it's really not. You, you, you sound like you talking like this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, like, what's, I would say, like, um, <sighs> it's sad to hear some New Yorkers, real New Yorkers who really love New York hip hop have to yeah. acquiesce to the sounds of New Yorkers behaving like they're from somewhere else. The South. Sounding like they're from the South. The or beats somewhere and else. Everything. Like even well, even the subject matter. Because you know no matter what, New York rap was always conscious. And top notch. It had a consciousness to it. Even the party stuff had a consciousness to it. Even and, the rough stuff had a consciousness to it. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. It always had a consciousness to it. And shit, that's over for the most part. We all fish, better teach your folks, give them money to eat the next week he broke, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Next week he's, he's squeezing at your throat, you know. Like, yeah. you had you had game in Ryan back then. I had yeah. eight niggas growing up. Eight turned what, to seven. Seven I, turned to six. Niggas. But that's why I like you in heaven. You know that's what I rhyming. That's what I liked about New York hip hop. I liked that it was different from our hip hop. Right. I liked that it was different from West Coast. I, that's what I liked about the West Coast. Right. It was different. That it, it was, was different, different from the East Coast, and it was different from the Midwest. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I like that. I, I like. I that. love it. I and, love being you know, able to it, listen. We had that diversity. I love being able that, to listen to hip hop uh, and know where it came from. Yeah. I know who it is. Now I'm like, man, who is that? Is yeah. that so and so? No, that's so and so. I'm like, God damn, they sound just alike. Yeah. We was growing up. That shit was called biting, man. Fifty years of hip hop, Willie. Fifty years in hip hop, bro. And all of my 52 years being here on this earth, man, I cannot believe that we have taken this turn. We have let this music slip out of our hands, and now it's being controlled by somebody who has no idea what this culture is or what this culture is about. How do you get it back? It's too late. Take all your shit down from streaming. Put it up on your website. You got you to be gangster because they're playing gangster with you. They're not leaving you an alternative. You gonna either play by my rules or your shit not gonna be on here. Okay, fine. You gonna either play from you gonna either play by my rules or my shit not gonna be on here. Imagine if everybody took their shit off streaming platforms. With De La Soul's music was off streaming streaming platforms, they just put it back on. They put it back on. Yeah, yeah I don't know why. Uh, I guess they put it back on or they put it on for the first time. But anyway, I I, I did see. Okay, story. Man, I'd make it to where you can get my get your shit on on on, on your website, man. Take take all of that shit out, man. Until they are willing to demolish those streaming sites, man, because it, it, you you got it's under a penny, and it costs you over a, a, a thousand or something dollars or more to make a fucking song. And all they're gonna do is stroke a big one. They're gonna stroke a fatty to somebody and prop them up out there as the example, and everybody gonna, gonna try to go do kick, what they're doing. The they're gonna chase. Everybody that. gonna chase the rap. Exactly. 
Boy, that's yeah. cold blooded, man. And and that's why <laughs> that's why we continue to sit in the positions that we sit in. For every major corporation, and I ain't even just talking about music. I'm talking about in every major corporation in this country. You may have a black in a higher position, but you'll always have somebody higher than them that don't look like them. And that's a fact, Jack. That's cold-blooded. So, ask yourself, what are you doing to change the narrative? No more talk. This episode was produced by A-King and brought to you by the Black Effect Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Pitbull. I think that education is the real revolution because as much as we speak about all the problems that there is in society and the world today, my mother's always told me, son, don't worry, the world's always been coming to an end. Don't let it scare you out of living. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, I'm Dr. Maya Shunker, and I'm a scientist who studies human behavior. Many of us have experienced a moment in our lives that changes everything, that instantly divides our life into a before and an after. On my podcast, A Slight Change of Plans, I talk to people about navigating these moments. Their stories are full of candor and hard-won wisdom. And you'll hear from scientists who teach us how we can be more resilient in the face of change. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Carrie Hilson, Adonis. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-chorus, and then a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's and what I, it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.